Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. My name is Cheryl Holness, and I'm from Cherry Hill, New Jersey, and this is how I watch Hoda and Jenna. Coming up, legendary singer Darlene Love has something special to celebrate, and she's doing it right here. Then, four days to Tokyo, we'll show you how to throw your own Olympic-sized party. And tired of trashing your fruits and veggies, Chef Scott Conant spills the secrets on keeping them fresher longer right now. From NBC News, this is Today with Hoda Kotb and Jenna Bushager from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza. Hey guys, it's Monday, it's July 19th. And if your weekend ended too quickly, don't you worry. We got good vibes going. We're going to keep them going all week long. We want to say hey to Cheryl. She's not far from here in Cherry Hills, New Jersey. Thank you for watching and keep those videos coming to hodenjenna.com. Quick happy birthday to Katie Ryan who works at the Today Show. She's I, the most fun. I think she may be the most popular person who, who works here at the Today Show. <laughs> but Katie had a good birthday on Sunday, so I just wanted to give her a quick oh, shout happy out. Happy birthday, Katie. So it was so weird to wake up this morning because the Olympics, you know, the drum is beating. We're excited. I'm leaving on Saturday to go. Savannah's already there. We have a whole crew going. And we just learned that a member of the USA gymnastics team uh, tested positive for COVID. So, of course, that spun everybody into a frenzy, and they, they confirmed it was not Simone Biles. Yeah, I love how that's the first confirmation. Yeah. Don't well, worry. And yeah. the, the, gymna the uh, Japanese officials uh, mentioned that was someone who's, who's uh, between the ages of, like, I don't know, 15 Eight. and 19. Yeah. 19 was the outside, yes. so that narrowed it down. But it is an alternate. And they also said that there was also a close contact, which means another alternate. So mm -hmm. two alternates um, are kind of out of commission on USA Gymnastics. Yeah, I mean, over the weekend, too, we found out that tennis star Coco Goff, who people love, yes. revealed that she also tested positive for COVID-19 and she will not be attending. Yeah, I mean, games. I think this is one of those things that you just don't know, like, how it's going down. Nobody knows who was vaccinated and who wasn't. And a lot of athletes, I'm sure, you know, those who chose not to probably think to themselves, well, I want to be in perfect condition for my one moment that I've trained for for years and years. And I was wondering about the gymnastics because, you know, you wonder about close contact. Yes. But I couldn't help but think that they probably keep the alternates separate from the the gymnastics team for the very reason they yes. were brought there in case, in case in case someone needs to be replaced so maybe it will stay contained hopefully to just those two are you looking forward to it are you getting excited I, I am excited i mean i'm excited because there's something about an olympic game that isn't under normal circumstances that mm -hmm. makes it um kind of extra exciting to me in a way because there are olympics that we have we've gone every four they're great and beautiful and you know exactly what's going to happen and it's great but you know when you do something that has a different feel to it it makes it kind of its own like we will never forget these olympic games yes whatever goes down i'm not sure what will go down but whatever goes down but all i know is 
people are going to win gold, silver, and bronze medals. And they're going to do it whether the stadium's full or the stadium's yes. empty. People are going to have life-changing moments, whether or not you're going to see them with a mask on or not. Like, it doesn't... And the world is coming together. Yes. I mean, not you know, yes. and we'll get to see it yes. from the comfort of our couches. I mean... The world coming together. I think even that opening ceremonies will be so Oh, I think it's going to be amazing. Savannah's there now prepping for it. She's doing, doing it with Mike Tirico. That's going to be amazing. And I think, look, it's easy to say, well, oh, look what happened here, and oh, look what happened here. But the bottom line is, is these kids, and they are kids, most of them, have trained for this moment. Like, they can't hear us in the stadium, but they're going to hear us anyway. And I, I feel like they're going to hear you. Well, Are you going to be outside the stadium with, like, a bullhorn? If they How let, are you planning well, to cheer? If they let one person into that gymnastics arena, it it's going to be you. Me. It's going to be it me. It better be. Okay, yeah. so as we count down to the opening <laughs> ceremony of the Olympic Games this Friday, we're kicking off a new series. That's what it is, okay? So we don't know Japanese, any of it, so we are going to learn some Japanese phrases. Okay, this is super cool. We were looking for help, and we found it in our own backyard. Our graphics coordinator, C. Tambanadit, happens to be fluent. See, she, I see. Yeah, she had a degree in Asian studies from DePaul University. She <laughs> nice. had a concentration in Japanese culture. Okay, girl, we are ready. We need to learn. We are your students. So you're going to teach us some common Japanese greetings? Yes. Today we're going to start with three very easy greetings that you're going to need to know when you go to Japan. Okay. okay. So first and foremost, good morning. Yes. And this is going to be split into two words, okay? okay. The first word is Ohio, which is just like the state. Very Ohio. Easy. Ohio. Okay. Perfect. And then the second part is go zai mas. Go zai mas. Ohio go zai mas. Is that right? Perfect. Ohio. That is perfect. Ohio go zai mas. Ohio, That's how you say good morning in Japanese. Okay, awesome. Ohio, gozaimasu. Okay, Ohio, gozaimasu. Okay, got it. Next. <laughs> okay, so next we're going to learn, and you might have heard of this, konnichiwa. Konnichiwa. Konnichiwa, So konnichiwa means good afternoon, and it also is like another way to say hello more informally. But if it's the morning, you would usually use Ohio gozaimasu instead of konnichiwa. Okay. And if it's later in the evening, just like in the U.S., we have a greeting that is for the evening time, which is next. It is konbanwa, which means good evening. Konbanwa. 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 Perfect. Oh, see, you know what? We knew C was great at graphics. Yes. And now we learn something more. C knows a lot. C, C you don't, know it don't, all. don't hide your talents behind the graphics board, okay? <laughs> thank you. And I'm going to be here all week to teach you guys more Japanese. Oh, good. Thank we look you, forward C. to it, C. We'll thank see you, you tomorrow. so much. We'll learn about food see you and tomorrow. drink. Oh, I love it. Something that Hoda's going to need when she gets there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Do you know how to say chips? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ask C about chips and something boozy. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, so you guys know the Milwaukee Bucks star, Giannis. Okay, I'm going to pronounce this yes, right. Yes, do it right. Wait, do will you give right. it to me in my ear? Giannis Antetokounmpo. Okay, he shared some wise words about humility. This is really important, and it went viral, and it, it, you understand why yes. this guy is wildly successful. He's knocking on the door of Game 5 of the NBA Finals. So a reporter asked him how he keeps his ego in check as a 26-year-old superstar, and here's what he had to say. When you focus on the past, 
that's your ego. I did this. You know, um, we were able to, you know, uh, beat this team for all. We, we did the, I did this in the past. I won that in the past. Mm. And when I focus in the future, it's my pride. Like, yeah, next game, game five, I do this and this and this. Right. You know, I'm going down. That's your pride, Zach. I kind of like try to focus in the, you know, in the moment, in the present. And that's humility. That's being humble. That's not setting no expectation. That's so interesting. Giannis oh had such great advice because it's so true. If you think to the past, you're either criticizing yourself. Yes. Some of us, yes. you know, or thinking, yes. why'd I do that? Or yes. what, what could have been a better mom here? Yes. Or you're thinking about something great that happened. Bragging about what you did and the future is, yeah, here's what I'm going to do. Yeah, the future has to be hopeful or positive otherwise. My God, that was so profound. Well, are there ways that you stay in the present? I try to, but I don't think I've ever heard it framed quite like that because the humility in the present, like that's so true because you don't, you haven't done anything and you're not about, you haven't, you know, you have nothing in the past and nothing in the future. So you don't have anything. Yeah, that was really profound. Giannis, and by the way, he went on to help the Bucks win game five of the final Saturday But he's probably night. not bragging about no, it right now. No, and he's now. not even thinking about it because that was in the past. And they're one away from the championship and he's not thinking no, about that either. No, that's in the future. Right he's, now, he's probably just getting wow. ready for the game. Wow, pretty cool. All right, coming up, it's an Olympics party and we're dressing up for the occasion. Fashion, food, and fun so you can throw your own party at home after this. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Hoda is headed to Tokyo later this week for the Olympic fun. And even though most of us aren't going, we still get into that spirit right here at home. Yeah, and to get us in the spirit, our, our style expert, Amy E. Goodman, who has some fun Olympic-inspired fashion, and Women's Day editor-in-chief and author of Your Fully Charged Life, Megan Murphy. She's getting creative. She's got some DIY stuff. It's going to be fun. Okay, so we can all do this, and you, we can mention that you can shop right along with us with that QR code on your screen. Amy, let's start with style. Olympic style is so much fun. I feel like the whole country is going to be patriotic. Let's dress up. Let's dress. Yeah, and your whole family got in on the action, huh? We really did. And we, my family is crazy for the Olympics. And since we can't be there, we want everybody to dress up and let the athletes know we're cheering them on. Starting with some more formal or dressier attire for a party that you might throw with my family, my mom, who is wearing a blue and white striped maxi. Very, very tasteful and fun. Mm -hmm. This is from oh, TJ Maxx, also a sun saver hat and some nice solid espadrilles as well, which are great for walking on the grass if you're entertaining outside. And then for my daughter, she's wearing red, white, and blue. She's got the solids going, but with some great details. So her red top with a little tie, it also has eyelet on it, some fun punchy earrings, and her shorts. The top and the shorts are only 
only $10 each. And then wrapping it up with some leather sneakers. Now, if you want a faux leather sneaker, you can pop to today.com and we have that option for you there. And then for me, I'm wearing blue and white in a Santorini dress, really flowy from a maxi dress. And this is from Pink Lily, really nice and breezy. Um, I love the feeling of this. So we had a lot of blue and white and stripes in this group, some strappy sandals to round it out. And then of course, some fringe earrings, which are done in recycled leather. And wow. you can find this at the salvage heart on Etsy.com. Amy, so your family, cute. by the way, your daughter Beautiful. is, your mom's gorgeous and your daughter is so cool. Yes. I want to be her friend. Oh, she's <laughs> growing up. Yeah. This is a really beautiful dress up look. Now let's go to some fancier athleisure, okay? So this is worn yeah. by Emily Goldberg, one of our Emily. and our her producers. entire family. Let's mm -hmm. take a look. Yeah, this is really comfy, cool athleisure, so you can feel you're just as so cool as that. the athlete. So she is wearing a bomber, a flag tank, ceremony closing jeans, all of this from Ralph Lauren. And her sneaks are so hot. They're the Nike Air Zoom Pegasus 38 Fly Ease from Nike, which are gonna be available in early August. And her husband, Josh here, with his USA NBC store, Team USA Red Jersey. He's got, the, of course, the joggers from Ralph Lauren. And again, Nike SB Paradunk Low, 100 bucks for those amazing sneaks available at the end of the month. Don't forget, you can get your Team Olympics hat available in a couple different colors for only $32 at the NBC store. And now that I've done my heat, I'm going to pass on the torch to Megan Murphy. Wait, 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 one second. We need the we kids. We're no one Maya. Maya. Wait, before you pass the torch, one second. Sorry. Oh. We forgot no one Maya. We got to see them. Yes. yes, they are. Look how cute oh this is. Our cuties, they are like our Olympic swimmers, right? So we got Noah, he's wearing Hurley with a touch of flag, Americana flag swim shorts, and these adorable shoesies from Old Navy. What a sweetheart. <laughs> and Maya, so she is our star in her swimsuit from Old Navy and her accessories from Cat and Jack from Target. Those bows, six for, you get $6 for only three little bows. So cute. All right, pass that, pass flag, that flag to flag. Megan in Jersey. Here we go, Megan, 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 go for the gold. Yes. All right, what you got cooking, yeah, Megan? Thank you, Amy. And I dressed up for you, too, in my Olympic gear. And I'm hacking some pool noodles. I created the Olympic pool noodles. Grinch by taping pool noodles together. They make an awesome javelin shot. Look at that. Look at these guys go. My son, Brooks, and Tegan. Oh, cool. These are soft javelins. Nobody gets hurt. Yay! All right, guys, wait. I'm ducking. I'm ducking. So we're staying in the track and field theme. We made pool noodle hurdles. My niece, Brian's going to take it away. Show us how it's done. Because cute. balance really cute. on cold. Tire those bucket. kids out. It's a good way to sneak in some fitness. You got it. Okay, I can't get enough pool noodles. I also made fencing foils out of pool noodles. This was super simple to do. I cut off the top, hollow it out and made these handles. I've got my son James and his buddy. Nick going at it here with a little fencing action, having some fun out there. And don't worry, nobody gets hurt. Okay, so for the first time, karate is in the Summer Olympics. They won't be breaking boards. They'll be doing forms and sparring, but we thought we might have a little fun with the classic karate chops. My girlfriend Carly and her son Ryan's gonna show oh, us how to uh -oh. serve up some watermelon. Hi! <laughs> it's a fun party trick. Keep out the melon baller and some cups and you can serve it up. It's a whole lot of fun. We also need some more tasty eats. So we made Olympic torches from ice cream cone cups and cheese snacks. My daughter Charlie's showing her friend 
Emmy how to make them. You just fill up the cones with the cheese sticks. Look how cute that looks. Cheetos. Are they good, guys? You want to give it a taste? Ah, so smart. Looks like a flame. Brilliant. Spicy. <laughs> oh, I love that. This is so much fun. Amy, Such thank you. Idea. Megan, thank you so much. Yes. Um, that was pretty cool. Oh, to get those Olympic say? looks, head to today.com slash shop. And we should mention that some of the items come from the NBC store, which, of course, is part of our parent company, NBC Universal. Okay, coming up next, what do you do with those fresh herbs and vegetables once they start getting old? This will help us save tons of vegetables coming up after this. Okay, are you tired of trashing all that summer produce before it spoils or you can even eat it? Well, toss no more. Scott Conant is the executive chef and owner of Mora Italian in Phoenix, Arizona, and he's got lots of tips and tricks to help your farmer's market picks fresher, longer. Scott, we, this is something I think we all need yes. to do. Yeah. Scott, this is, first of all, we, things that we want to eat aren't ripe, and the things that we yeah. have forgotten to eat <laughs> go bad. So yeah. what are your tricks? You have some really good ones. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a, it's a challenge that we all have, but it's really, you know, just like we do in, in commercial kitchens, we really need to run our homes almost the same way. And, you know, taking some of this produce as soon as it comes in the door, as soon as you bring it home from the market or the grocery store, you have to start to prep it or at least utilize it so it achieves its best self, so to speak, without sounding like Oprah. So <laughs> what I like to do is, for example, if I get something like right now, stone fruit is beautiful, tomatoes yes. are starting to come in, fresh corn is really starting to come in as well. Nectarines, for example, you know, this one is a little hard. What I like to do is I'll take a paper bag or some kind of a plastic bag, put those nectarines inside there, and maybe a ripe avocado or a really ripe banana in with it so it can help speed up that process. I know, that's so cool but that that works that way. It, it, it's cool the way it works. The other thing that I like to do is with, with uh, vegetables and citrus fruits is, you know, I don't like to um, refrigerate things like zucchini because it is such a beautiful vegetable when it's room temperature. So things like tomatoes. I've had this tomato, for example, for almost seven days sitting on my on my uh, on my counter, and it it's I mean it's not rotten, it's not bad. It smells the way a tomato should smell. If I put that in the refrigerator, it's going to stop that ripening ah. process. So okay. it's a way to extend the shelf life of the tomato by putting in the right in in the refrigerator, but it's really not going to again it's not going to achieve its best sense of what a tomato is meant to be. Um, Scott, how do you know? Because a lot of people do have fresh herbs. How do you know when they've been out too long? When it's time to to trash them? Well, what I like to do is I like to keep them like this. And this is rosemary from my from my backyard. But I have it full of water, and I keep it out. It'll stay like this for a couple of days, and I'll change that water on a daily basis as well. But you know, it really is about keeping it fresh. If I uh, like parsley and basil. I'll wrap it in, in moist paper towels and put it directly inside the refrigerator. That way, um, it'll extend its shelf life as well, and it'll always keep it nice, crisp, and fresh. Super smart. Okay, so yeah. you just went to the farmer's yeah. market for us. You bought what was mm -hmm. in season. Can we make a salad with it? Yeah. You know, it's one of my favorite things to do. What I like to do is I have this little vinaigrette that I'll start with, and I have some, I have Dijon, uh, truffle Dijon mustard, mm -hmm. these regular, uh, regular Dijon. Dijon mustard, and, and I'll just add, you know, a solid tablespoon to about half a cup of red wine vinegar, and you could use different vinegars and, and, and mix them together. That lecithin, that lecithin that's inside that, that mm. uh, Dijon vinegar, 
will help it uh, emulsify. So if you see what we have there. And then what I do is I just take a mandolin, I slice these vegetables really, really thin like that, as thin as you can get them. Mm -hmm. And I'll mix zucchini that I've sliced super thin and radishes as well. I have some fennel here, some baby carrots, multicolored baby carrots that look really nicely, nicely sliced. And and some cucumbers here. I keep the skin on because I think they're beautiful. And I even have a little bit of semi-soft pecorino cheese that I'll mix mm. inside there for some depth of flavor. Yeah. And just mix it with that little bit of vinaigrette that I have. And I'll let that sit for a few minutes because I really want the, the vegetables to soak up and absorb all that beautiful, here's that vinaigrette here, and all that beautiful uh, vinaigrette that's in there and that acidity. And there's a release of the liquid but also of those vegetables, add a touch of salt to that. And then also mixing with that vinaigrette, it just really creates a beautiful flavor profile. I have some snap peas here also mm, that I've just delish. cut in half. I have some eight lettuces. And all these things mixed together, they really create such a great flavor profile, different textures, different, different, uh, different depths of flavor. The, for me, those, those sugar snap peas are absolutely yes. spectacular. Do you, yeah. Do you so add lettuce just, to that just, too, or no? I add a little bit of baby greens. I have these these mm -hmm. little baby greens that I have at the market mm -hmm. as well. I also have radishes here, so I've taken those radish tops oh. and I've I've just kind of torn yeah. them together and put them inside here. It's a it's a mm -hmm. really good simple salad yeah. that that appeals to a lot Yum. of different people. Yum. Scott, that looks perfect. Thank you we so much. We want it for lunch. <laughs> Thank you, Scott, to get these recipes. Headtoday.com/slash/food. All right, coming up. Look, she's over here. She's she's <laughs> she's right over here. She's the voice that launched 100 hits. We're celebrating oh, our big sure. day with. We want to show you how close she is. Right with here. Darlene Love. That's right, right here. here. <laughs> After this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> We are so happy. Jenna and I are so excited. One of our favorite people in studio with us, Grammy-winning Rock and Roll Hall yes. of Famer, Darlene Love. Yeah, Darlene's <laughs> rise to stardom began in the 60s as part of the girl group, The Blossoms. Wow. Of course, she went on to sing backup for artists like Elvis, Cher, and Aretha before venturing out on our own solo career. All right, and if you haven't seen Darlene's iconic story featured in the Academy Award-winning documentary, 20 feet from stardom please check yes. it out it is a must see darlene <laughs> first of all we were so thrilled to know that you would be with us in person we are super thrilled to know that you're turning 80 and there's a special concert that you're putting on right here in new york city yes at the city winery and i'm so excited i said i'll, I'll wait to tell you this guys for the first time in my life i'm nervous you are why because I haven't did anything in yeah. almost two years. <gasps> so you, yeah, you haven't been able to sing outside of your own house, Just right? in the bathroom. <laughs> which, has good, which has good acoustics, right? The best. <laughs> that's the greatest place in the world to sing. No, but, but I am nervous. Uh, but I was, wait a minute. When I knew I was coming here and I was going to be on camera, I got about five hours sleep last night. Nervous. Seriously. I think it's just this nervous energy I'm having because I'm know, getting back to work. You know what's interesting? We were just, in your intro, we just saw who you've sung with in your life. Not only do you have this incredible solo career and you're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you sang with Elvis, you sang with Aretha, you sang <laughs> with Cher, you sang with 
all of the greats. I mean, to hear you nervous just strikes me in such an interesting way because you've kind of been and seen it all. And you know what? I came up with them as friends, all of them. Yeah. Even Elvis, even Aretha. Uh, Dionne Work, I worked for for 10 years yeah. as a backup singer. So we all came up as friends, and as they leave the business, they ask me, what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> I say, nothing, child. I'm going to do this till they throw the dirt on my face. <laughs> did you always, always want to do this as a little girl? No. I wanted to sing like Marian Anderson. Oh. You know, Mahalia Jackson style, yeah. you know. Because my voice was much deeper then. Yeah. But then I found out it, that's a hard way to go. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take you a longer way. Then I started doing background, and I enjoyed that for so many years because I worked with so many great people. What, what, what? Sam Cooke was the greatest. Oh, Sam Cooke Cook was. was. And you know, because we came from the same background. His father was a minister, so was mine. And we, they gave us hell <laughs> when we left the church. I said, we didn't leave the church. We just singing secular music. <laughs> so you and Sam Cooke, it's so interesting to see all the peers. What was, I mean, you knew Elvis like a lot of us would never know him, but what was he like as a person? He was so nice. He always told us, the girls, the Blossoms, that he took care of his body. It was his temple. And he used to walk around the studio doing karate moves, you know, and we said, okay, Elvis, we got it. <laughs> but what he loved was gospel music, oh. and that's what hooked us up. Wow. I think if he could, he would have came to my church. I bet he would. But he probably wouldn't have been able to get in for the people <laughs> trying to get in to see him. <laughs> not for the other reason, not the reason to go to church, right? No, he was very, very quiet, a gentle giant. Wow. And plus, it was so many people always around him, I don't think he could really be himself. Mm -hmm, but right. when he was with the Blossoms, he would go get his guitar, man. We for hours would sing gospel music, okay. which was great. Wow. Well, Darlene, we have a little something for you because we know it's your birthday. And so some of your friends, they couldn't be here, but they wanted to show you how much you're loved. So we have a little special message. Hey, Dolly. It's Dion. <laughs> My girl. And what girlfriend, you finally caught up with me, huh? <laughs> Welcome to the club. The 80 Club. Yes. It's a nice club to be in, I gotta tell you that. Darlene, it's your old pal, Paul Schaefer. Oh. I wish you the happiest of 80th birthdays and many, many more. <laughs> Keep on rocking it, baby. Darlene, love, you are the spirit of rock and roll. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Darlene, does, what does 80 feel like? I don't know, I was telling you er earlier, I had more trouble when my son turned 60 <laughs> than I am about 80. I said, okay, 80. Long you, as I can still do this, I'm good. I'm and, good. And what do you think it's going to feel like to step on that stage to celebrate mm. on Monday night? <sighs> I have to take a deep breath because that's probably what I'm going to do when I walk mm -hmm. out on the stage and to my fans. I just love my fans. I think it's going to feel out-of-body experience for me for, for a little while because I was telling you earlier, this is the first time I've ever been nervous mm -hmm. about going on stage. Mm. But I think it's because I haven't did it or even the, anything like it <laughs> in <laughs> almost two years. Well, we want to celebrate you. We, we love you. We can't believe that we're so lucky that we get to spend <gasps> your 80th birthday with you. So we just brought you a little yes. cake. Darling, we just want to say happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday. I know you got grandkids. You got great can grandkids, and I know they're going to want to celebrate with yes, you. So it's you got lemon. The, it's you, your favorite, you, we heard. We got oh, a yes, cake yes. for you, so we hope that you, you enjoy it. How are you going to spend your birthday? I'm having a birthday party. Oh, you yes. are? A barbecue, child. Yes. I can't wear no way. <laughs>
<laughs> who's coming? Who's coming? Uh, well, I can't tell who's yeah. telling because everybody might think they invited. <laughs> oh. You know what I'm saying? But I just tell them most of my family. Oh, everybody, right. It's about 20 people coming from California. Oh. And I haven't seen my great-granddaughter in, um, in two years. Oh. So she's coming. They don't know she's coming to the show. Oh, wow. She's only four. Oh, my <laughs> Well, Darlene, you sparkle. Um, we are so honored that you're with us. We hope people go to City Winery and see you. It's Monday night. Yes. Monday yes. night, City Winery. Yes. Darlene yes. Love on stage. July 26th. Man, get your tickets it. right now. I wish you weren't going to the Olympics. I know. <laughs> I, know. I want to go to your show. <laughs> exactly. I She's really changing do. her mind. By the way, 20 feet from stardom, if you have not rented oh. it or seen it, please do. It's unforgettable as you are, too, sure. Thank you, Thank guys. you, Darlene. Yeah. Happy birthday. Happy Thank birthday. You. We're going unscripted after this. <laughs> you Yay, guys. You guys. Like Nobody. Oh. Nobody. I know. All right, it is time for Unscripted. Okay, so there's a podcast called Office Ladies, and Jenna Fisher, she plays Pam on The Office. Yes. So she had this thing where she talked about how she auditioned for a gig. It was a great one, and she thought, I think she thought she was going to get it, but then she didn't because she was typecast. Okay, so she was originally cast, it sounds like, to yeah. play Matt LeBlanc's wife on a sitcom called Man with a Plan, she even shot the first pilot yeah. episode. So, so she actually like sort of had the role. But, 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 but she was recast because a focus group watched it and they said, oh no, we don't see it. We can't imagine that Pam from The Office would, be mar oh. would marry Joey from Friends. So she didn't get it because they always saw her as, as Pam, Pam and they saw Matt LeBlanc as Joey. Why didn't they recast it? <laughs> Should they recast her? I guess it was it was his show. She I, was just yeah, auditioning. I don't know. That's it's it's so interesting because I do think from the time you're little, people think of you as one way. Yeah. You know, I mean, shy, outgoing. You're the loud, loud one. one. She's the quiet one. You're the sounds like the, <laughs> sounds like Jen and Barbara. That we were. I mean, yeah. my parents did not compare us. Thank goodness. And I don't yeah. know how they did it. Yeah. And there's nothing to knock on. But this weird rock. <laughs> Is this a fossil, by the way? What, it be a, it be a what is this doing it sitting here? You know here? what it looks like? Tortoise it looks like shell? a tortoise shell. That's what I was going to say. Why do we have a tortoise shell sitting well, here? Well, because I, we have lots of uh, interesting chapters. I mean, I like it because I can try to hide my coffee cup behind <laughs> it, but it didn't really work. Um, it's interesting because I do think that they're, from the time you're little, you're sort of the person and you're, even your family that's that way. They typecast you. You know? And I think as you go through your professional life, too, sometimes you're always seen in one role. And if you want to try something else, they're like, no, 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 but you're so good at this role. And you're like, but I don't want to be in that role anymore. I know. I remember I did Dateline for all those years. And I remember when I, when I kind of raised my hand and said, I'd like to do this new fourth hour of today. Most people were like, oh, no, she doesn't do that. No, you're not, no, that's not for you. And I remember trying to break out of that role as hard. And you stepped into this role and people type yeah. had you figured out in a different way. Yeah. I know it didn't. Well, I mean, I think it, when you ha come from a family where people yes. know who yes. family members are, it's like the question we always get is, are you going to go into politics? Yeah. And Barbara and I used to kind of like in unison as twins do be like, no. no. <laughs> and now, of course, we're less <laughs> rude about it because we do want people to run for office. But I think it's like you, yeah. you, it's hard to see people in their own and, light. Yes. And, and yeah. it takes a little extra time. But golly, takes, do we need it? And it takes guts to, to admit it. Like, this is not who I want to be. Yeah. I want to be this. Okay, yeah, th that was therapuretic. I okay. feel like I needed a lie on a couch. <laughs> up next, if you love TV reboot, reboots, we got a couple good ones coming up after this. <laughs>
Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. All right, everybody loves it when their favorite shows are rebooted, and Donna is no exception. Okay, she has a sneak peek at two classic shows you probably remember. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this story is near and dear to my heart. Two Nickelodeon shows are making a comeback, but do the reboots live up to the originals? Well, you'll have to see for yourself. Check it out. Nickelodeon has been entertaining generations of children since its debut show, Pinwheel, back in 1977. Pinwheel. Since then, it has created countless shows we know and love, with stars like Ariana Grande, Kenan Thompson, and Nick Cannon getting their start on the network. Now, Nickelodeon is hopping on the reboot train and bringing back two major hits. First up, the 1991 cartoon Rugrats, the second longest Nicktoon of all time. I had no idea that all the kids were voiced by an all-female cast. Girl power. E.G., how did you feel when you found out the news that you were going to be reprising the role of Tommy Pickles? When we left the show, we all left on such a high note that to take something that was that great and bring it into today with today's things like cell phones and social media, I was just like, it was kind of like a dream come true. You've got fantasy, friendship, and family. The four F's that, that make this show extremely successful. What do you all admire most about your characters? I always say that one good friend can change your whole life, and Susie is a good friend. I don't know if I want to see the future. It'll be okay, Chucky. The future's not scary. I kind of feel like the coolest thing about this show is that all of these characters are completely different. There's such a sense of inclusivity about it. It shows how to be a good friend, how to stand up to the bully. I'm talking about you, Angelica. <laughs> when I'm out there in, in um, the public, they just come up to me. They say, you were my childhood. You, you were my friend growing up. And it, it really makes me feel so, so so rewarded that we were a part of their lives. I'm wondering if we can go around and if everyone could say the line that they are asked to say the most. The main one is, oh, a baby's gotta do what a baby's gotta do. <laughs> you leave those babies alone, Angelica. You damn babies! The world is my toaster. Keep your diapers dry, because that's where you keep all your bestest stuff. <laughs> Another reboot, iCarly, popular with millions of kids and teens since its debut in 2007, starring Miranda Cosgrove, Nathan Kress, and Jerry Trainer. The new series finds the former teens all grown up and back on their original set. It's this odd thing because the set is so similar, but there are so many differences too that just feel like it's aged up and grown with us. Well, how does it feel being back together? What she's asking is how great is it? <laughs> <laughs> to be around Nathan with and Nathan Jerry. And I. Use explicit detail. Yes. I've loved every single second of being back around. Here we go. <laughs> Jerry Trainer and Nathan. That's right. Good job. We're back. 
obviously you've grown in your personal lives and offset, but now you're back slipping into the same character at a totally different stage in their lives. How was that? Nathan and I started when we were 13, 14 years old, and all the stories went with our age at the time. And I almost feel like getting to do this show a little bit more aged up and for people our age has been like really awesome because it just isn't something I ever thought we'd have a chance to do. Like an effortless trailblazer. Like I just got out of bed and was all, oops, I just blazed a trail. Are there any parallels between your personal lives and your characters' lives now? <laughs> I've been on lots of bad dates in my life, and my character Carly, she has a lot of trouble with dating. Yeah, we're done. That was the real culture shock for me, is um. when Miranda started telling me about her dates. <laughs> and I was like, uh, we entered this phase of our friendship? Okay. How do you all hope fans will respond to the reboot? The response already so far has been uh, phenomenal. Finding that line between nostalgia and old home feeling versus making it new and fresh. I think that has really resonated with people. I'm hoping they laugh. <laughs> that too. That's about, that's about it. That'd be great. <laughs> Ladies, a fun fact, Rugrats and I are the same age. What? How cute Born is that? In August of 1991, and you can catch all the new Rugrats and the new iCarly, which just got renewed for season two on Paramount. When's your birthday? So much fun. Day? August 6th. August, August 6th. 6th. You know how old? Three no. days before yours. She'll be turning three zero. What year is it going to be, 30? We got to celebrate. <gasps> we got a lot Party to celebrate. Rugrats and Donna. Coming up next. <laughs> Thank you, Donna. Coming up tomorrow, Olympian-turned-reality star Lolo Jones. Oh, plus, one man's uplifting story of freedom and forgiveness. And the science behind living a joy-filled life. Plus, a 14-year-old aspiring country singer who will blow you away with her music. See you mañana. Bye, y'all. guys. You can live out your MasterChef dreams when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Visit Angie.com. You can do this when you Angie that.